Previously on Steambox Versus, Bruce Leroy, the last dragon, shared the glow. The Iron Sheep broke backs and made us humble. Michio Kaku showed us how to find dark matter. Samus and Megarad led a rap battle for the ages, and we plunged into virtual reality in Ready Player One. Will Steambox make it back to Ghibli in Japan? Will the Boston Celtics dunk on us? Will the Dragon Ball Z narrator ever join the crew? Stay tuned and find out on Steambox Versus. Hey, this is Roberto. You're back with another Steambox podcast. I'm with the crew from Highlander Charter School. Highlander Steampunks, please say what's up to the world. What's What's up? up? Yo, what's good? Yo, the world cannot hear you wave. (laughs) The world can hear you talking to other people while I'm doing the intro, but they can't hear you wave. Um, Y'all are working on two questions. There's a couple things I want to point out real quick. A couple things happened this week. Uh, One of the things that happened this week is you got a lot of feedback for uh, talking about the Matrix last week. Uh, or on Monday, rather. On Monday, you were talking about how school, how school is like a trap to systemically oppress you while, and, and ruin your creativity and make you just kind of leave and then just have a day job and then just pay for all the things that you do. And it pulls all of the creativity. Does anybody agree that school is designed to pull the creativity away from you? Yes. Yes? Yeah. Do you want to say more? Because I feel like, like we're here, they show us that, oh, we need this and we need that for you to be successful. Like you need to be a doctor or your lawyer or stuff like that. But it doesn't show you like when it comes to creativeness, like, oh, you wouldn't be successful if you did something other than. Exactly. Let's see if you want to be an artist. They don't see it as you'll be. What's that word? Financially stable if you're an artist because it doesn't pay you as much. I'm happy you spoke on that because the world was uh, reacting to you a couple of weeks ago when you were talking about love. And you were like getting real deep on the subject of love, which was nice. What did you want to add to that? Because like they don't want you to have a job that you can go like straight out of high school for. They want you to pay more to the government so that you can go to college, spend another 30 or wait, not 30, like four or eight years just so you can waste more of your creative time, more time to actually do something with your life just to get a small degree, a piece of paper with your name on it. So here's why I think it's important that you guys are thinking that. I think it's important that you guys are thinking that way so that you don't limit yourself to what the school is telling you. The standards. And you, exactly, to those school standards, and you follow your own passions. That's what Steambox is all about. Steambox is about following your own passions. But, but, sometimes it's necessary because it gives people guidance because a lot of my young people in middle school what do you want to be when you grow up? You know what they tell me? Basketball player. They want to be a basketball player. These four foot little people, these little tiny young people trying to tell me that they want to play basketball and they clearly ain't got no growth spurts in their future. And they want to play basketball. And that's cool. I think you should play basketball like every day if you want to. Fitness is important, but like as a career, I think it's important that at least somebody says, hey, maybe you should be a doctor. Doctors, it, doctor kind of sucks because it's the one thing that everybody points at all the time and it makes you feel like you're a failure if you're not a doctor. But I think it's important that they at least point at something away from basketball. But on the subject of basketball, who did what? 
Kyrie. LeBron James. Kyrie didn't do nothing. Kyrie ain't do nothing. Kyrie switched to the Mavs. Nobody cares about Kyrie, Kyrie no more. Kyrie ain't do nothing. All right, so let's talk. All right, you brought up Kyrie. Now we got to talk about Kyrie. Kyrie got traded from the Nets to the Mavericks. Ugh. And what did Kyrie have to say about it? Does anybody know? He, Luka, Luka Doncic and him are going to be... They said there's going to be a lot of fights in the court. They say there's going to be a lot of fights because they both handle the ball. So yeah. who's going to handle the ball? And they're the two best ball handlers in the whole league, too. Yeah. Uh, okay. so, yeah. so who's going to... You're right. It might, it might be bad chemistry. We'll see. Um, does anybody here think that Kyrie is a good teammate? He's won a championship. You think he's a good teammate? How come? Yes, like every other basketball player, they have their bad highlights and they have their good highlights. They're human beings, and yes, they have their faults and disagreements and argue on the court, uh-uh. But Kyrie, like you said, he handles the ball really good. He has good communication he's one of the skills. Best. He's Kyrie Irving. He's one of like, the best, and he's a champion, exactly. right? Exactly. And he's, he got LeBron, LeBron's first ring, and LeBron would not have done that without Kyrie. It really depends on, like, who he works with, because he, like... You know, he works with LeBron and KD very well because they're both, like, two different players, but they can versatile or they're elastic-y. <laughs> yeah, so let's see, let's see how he works in Dallas. That's going to be weird. What did LeBron do? Uh, he broke the all-time scoring record with a uh, two-point lead to Kareem. Kareem, Kareem had that record he did? for... did? Yeah. There's yesterday. no way. That's what I was talking about. Kareem had that record for, like, 36 years, and LeBron broke the record. Does that make LeBron the best player ever? Oh, God. No. What? Michael Jordan is. You're not even an old head. Okay. What does it matter? Why Michael Jordan? I'll come to you in a second. He has more rings. Michael Jordan has more rings. I don't know if championships should be because Robert Horry has more rings than most than than both of them, right? Robert Horry's got like eight. He played for the Lakers and and he played for uh oh I forgot the other team that he won champion. I think he won champions with like three teams. I want to say Houston, but this dude nobody talks about Horry as being the goat, and he has more champions than both of them. See, More championships than both of them. So does championship mean that you're the best? No, because championships you win as a whole, like as with your teams. Right. Championships you win together with teams. But the, so, Michael, the, so the thing with Michael Jordan is he went to the championships six times. How many times did he win it? Six, six times. times. Six <laughs> times. They never even, if, if, if it's close, it goes to a game seven. Michael Jordan's never even seen a game seven in the championships because he wins them all in six or earlier. Yep. That's because he has a super team, you know? LeBron's only doing, he's a fossil doing all this work to the Lakers. It's, it's one versus nine. Michael Jordan has a super team. Who invented the super team? Now, I know, I know you were a baby. I know you were a baby at the time, but LeBron James said, I'll be taking my talents to South Beach. And he went to Miami where he coordinated with other free agents so that they invented, LeBron invented the super team. You can't be like, he's the GOAT over MJ because MJ was on a super team. LeBron invented the super team. And Scottie Pippen too. He did have Scottie Pippen. Rodman. And yeah, once Rodman. Rodman came in, they developed a bit of a super team. But before Rodman was with Jordan, nobody would have ever said Rodman makes a super team. Nobody would have ever said that. And with Pippen without Jordan, nobody would ever be like, oh, you got Pippen? You're building a super team. Because nobody Rodman. Nobody would have ever said that. Rob, how do you say his name again? Dennis Rodman. Yeah, him. He had bad temper on the court. That's what I remember. And they will always look at him like the trouble, like, you know. He always had bad temper on the court. I'm going to need you to be real loud because you're on the corner there. What did you want to add for LeBron? Um, I forgot. Thanks. 
Okay. Very much for your input onto the Steambox versus podcast. I can see now why we're number one in the world. You know, it's really like some game just against the refs too, because there was this one game where LeBron, LeBron dropped forty six, and because of a simple referee miss call, they lost the game. Exactly. What was that? Oh man, they the refs need to have strikes and suspensions because they can't head, be doing stuff I'm like that. That was. It is, it is known that the players who are like the top of the league, the highlight players, the refs usually give them all the calls. You're talking about one call that the refs did not give LeBron against Boston two weeks ago, and they ended up losing the game in overtime when they didn't get So he did have a chance to win the game again, but he did not. Uh, he struggled, and he's trying to build his super team. He's got Russ. Anyway, sorry. I don't want to talk all that much about LeBron. How many people here think LeBron is the GOAT? How many people here don't care? Uh, yeah. All right, a few. Uh, how many people think LeBron is not the GOAT? So, so it's, it's pretty much mixed. We're you know pretty much mixed. You know who's the GOAT? Will Chamberlain is the GOAT. I mean, if you want to talk about, like, yeah, if you want to talk about scoring and all that stuff, then you'll go Wilt, who scored 100 in a game. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, some of these players are nasty. Uh, some of these, they, they all deserve to be in the thing. Here's one thing I'll say about LeBron, because I've never really, I like him off the court. But I never really liked him on the court because I never saw him as as that assassin that Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's gonna go on and destroy somebody. LeBron's not gonna do that, right? LeBron is very talented. Here's what I will say about LeBron: I've never seen, and I'm way older than you guys. I've never seen somebody go into the NBA and be such a physical perfect. He's the most perfect physical body of a human to play basketball, right? Like his the way his body is structured and all that stuff. Like he is just perfect and made for basketball like nobody else he is a natural talent here's what i want to get into i want to get into uh since since we are in teen dating uh violence awareness month i want to get into what are some of our questions and i'd like to have an expert on to talk about some of these questions with you guys what are some of the questions that we have about dating go ahead um what do you have to do to keep peace in a relationship what do you have to do to keep peace in a relationship? Is that specific to a person or what do you have to do? That's specific to both because I've seen relationships like they fight, of course, because they're two different people and they have to like adjust to each other's um, living. Yep. So it's just how do, how do you make peace? Because I see people fighting like they fight badly, like they're saying all this stuff. And then the next day, like, well, maybe like the next week. It's like they're good now. So I just want to know, like, how is that? Has anybody here been in a relationship and, and to the point where they've they've made compromises to keep peace? Yeah. You mm -hmm. have? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are some of the ways that you keep it peaceful in your relationship on a bad day? I, loud, loud. I think the easiest way is to understand the other person and see why you have to make that compromise. Because if you think you're just doing it to do it, then you're never going to be able to make peace within yourself in order to make that compromise and make peace with the other person. Yeah, I agree. I struggle with that because sometimes the reason that you're having a problem is because you don't understand each other. So to just say, to just understand the other person, that's what the problem is. Uh, one of the things that I do is I try to pull my partner close sometimes, like even, when, even if they're being rough or jagged towards me, if I can take it, I'll try to pull them in to let them get through that moment uh, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But there's a lot of strategies that we need. What did you want to add? Oh, 
Um, sometimes you no, not, sometimes you just gotta like lock in with your partner. Sometimes like I understand like like why like why like they're saying like why are they like arguing with you? Like really like be comprehending. You have to re so we're going back to understanding. It seems like it seems like what we need is an understanding. Go ahead. At its core, I think an argument is just two people trying to understand each other and struggling. An argument is two people trying to understand each other. All right, thank you. Uh, Billy, what, what's your question? I have two. First, why is it so hard to identify other's feelings? We're going to stick with the one. Uh, why is it so hard to... Say again? Why is it so hard to identify other's feelings towards yourself? Give me an example. What does that mean? To understand somebody's feelings towards me? Uh, towards you? Like... When my ex and I were getting together, yep, I didn't really know that she liked me, and I don't think that she really knew I liked her. Okay. So. And that's the the difficulty is trying to get on the same page about yeah we like each other. That does it feel awkward sometimes? It it was very awkward. She left a note, and then when I went to go tell her that I liked her too, she ran and hid. She ran and hid. Like an yeah, ostrich? I'm, an ostrich digs like their head in the sand. She went into the bathroom and hid in his stall, but uh, one of our other friends was there and managed to drag her out and face me. And then I confessed, and then we had the most awkward hug in the history of the world. Did it go okay? Yeah. All right. I, can, I wish... I, I'd love to see you draw a picture of the awkward hug. As long as it's appropriate to look at, I'd love to see what an awkward hug looks like. Um, it was like, it was just so awkward because of the feelings. It was just like, I neither of us knew how to feel. And so we just like hesitantly hugged each other because we didn't know what else to do. So. Before I move on to your question, does anybody else have a like first time I shared with somebody? Like, does anybody remember the first time they shared that they had feelings for somebody <laughs> and what that looked like? Go ahead. Um, well, back in eighth grade, I had a crush on Way somebody. back last year. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I told the person. Let's keep trying. I that? told the person. Okay, yep. On Snapchat. And I, yeah. I, I didn't even get a response. You told the person on Snapchat. Um, no, it, she left me undelivered. She left undelivered. <laughs> Undelivered. <laughs> they never even. Never it's probably good. Maybe they never no, seen it. No, for the best. She's maybe, not worth it. Maybe they, they never seen it. So it stays on Snapchat. She definitely said. <laughs> Anybody else have a first time like they shared their feelings with somebody? Go ahead. I was in kindergarten oh. and I told some kid that I liked him. Those are the Latino hormones. Yes. Going I wild told, even in kindergarten. Yes, I, I told. I I don't know what was going on, but I saw this novella and I was like, Alexia, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was funny. And then he was like, Yeah, oh, let's date, blah blah. It lasted a day. And then, we're little kids. I remember like it was yesterday because it was so funny. And then after that, after that, like I never told some kid that I liked ever again that I liked them just because of that. <laughs> I, just because of that one moment. Since first grade. Never. How do you do it now? I just don't. <laughs> I run from it. <laughs> Damn. Damn. That's how you be having awkward hugs. Anybody over here? First time they shared. Alright. Uh, Go ahead. What is your What is the question? What's something that you want to know? Uh, why do women always end up being toxic? <laughs> why do women always, always, always so end up being toxic? So, women are the ones that are toxic, so you men are the 
I'm not sure. Does it take two to be toxic? Yes. Hold on. We've got, we have too many questions on the table and too many people talking. Hold on a second. Here's my question. Uh, does it take two to be toxic? And then let, let's work our way backwards. Can one person just be a toxic person? Yes, but quick question. Go ahead. I'm a, well, not question, statement. Um, it depends on the person. Like, a person could be going through things while in a relationship, and they can be toxic. But if the other person's cool, then they can help them out and chill out. But if both of y'all got stuff going on, and y'all both toxic, that relationship is toxic. It's, it's unstable. Not work. It's unstable. Not okay. just that. Like, if one person you think is toxic, you can simply end the relationship, but you two sustain it, so it makes you toxic as well. It takes it, yeah. Okay, so let's, let's work back to all women being toxic. The idea that all women are toxic. What he's saying is all women, his mom, his grandma, and Damn. other women, all women are toxic. How do we answer this? Do we answer why all women are toxic yeah. or do we break down whether or not all women are toxic? I gotta go over break here down. first. I seen you, I seen you go. I doesn't really answer that question, but I think a lot of the time what happens is someone becomes toxic because of something toxic so like in a relationship, if someone is like being friendly with another person, something like that, and that person doesn't know that they're being friendly or doesn't know that, and the other person is seeing this, then they start to become like jealous and like toxic, and then the other person doesn't see what they did. Mm. So they're like, why are you being toxic? When in reality, it's what they did that caused it. Yeah. But, but it's up to you to speak up on it. Yeah. So. Okay, good. I want to share a story. Oh Go ahead, share a story, but loud and close. Right, so, last night, I was texting one of my friends. She's a girl. She's in a relationship with this guy. And she was complaining to me and my, me and my best friend about her, about the guy. She complains about him all the time. She was like, he treats me like I'm worthless. He treats me like shit. He's so toxic. I was going to break up with him. That's what I was saying. She, <laughs> she, kept on say, she kept on saying no. And I was trying to tell her it's not a it's not a healthy relationship. It's just gonna you're just gonna end up getting hurt. She didn't believe me, and she said, "But he promised to stay with me." This girl's in eighth grade. There is a thing. This is why I don't support eighth graders dating because they never it never lasts. He, she kept on saying that the um, the boy he promised to be with her forever. He already met his, he already met her mom. Yep. What the heck? That's How you gonna promise to be with somebody? That's what I'm saying. Promises don't matter unless the person dies. All right, so this comes back to, this is wild because um, what you just said, what you just described is really important. We see that a lot. We see people, come on, be easy, be easy. Um, we see people get in these relationships and then a lot of times people think that they can fix their partner. A lot of times people think they can fix their partner and they, a lot of times people feel like it's their responsibility. So I have a genuine question. I'm really asking, I don't know the answer here. I'm really asking you guys, do we feel like it's more women who feel like they can fix their partner or that it's their responsibility yes. to fix their partner or do we feel like it's more men? I think it's balanced. It depends because there's one, I feel like women like to take, sometimes like to take the power more, but then men, some men have like a big ego and then like they don't want to let that happen. But I feel like you shouldn't embrace your partner. Like let's say your partner has flaws, learn how to live with them. Learn and how to live. And not try to change it, you know what I mean? Uh, Preach, sister. I'm gonna, come, I'm gonna come right back to this because I think this is important, the idea of can we change our partner. Uh, Henry, while you're with us. What up, what up? Can you 
remember a time that you shared your feelings for somebody and it did not go well? <laughs> um, a time I shared feelings with somebody was my ex-girlfriend. And I was basically trying to ask her why we were in this confusing space. And she didn't really have an answer, but... So this is I'm after like, you dated? This was during. During? And, yeah. and it got to a weird point in your relationship? Yeah. And you asked her, and then she left you on red? No, she just broke up with me. Damn, just over. Yeah. Just over. Uh, is that toxic? Yes. Okay. I feel like she might have stuff going on. So you should understand. You should understand. Oh, that sounds like stuff going up. Well, that could happen too. That sounds that sounds like stuff going up. Um, what do you want to add? She probably got some more. I don't think. This is not good podcast. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't think it's fair to say, why do all women turn out to be toxic? Why do all because women turn out to be toxic? It's not fair to say. Why is that not fair to say? Okay, let me give an example. Yes. You know how people say, it's all men when they're talking about rape. Yeah. Um, no, it's even not. though it's not all it's men. Not all men. I, I know. Yeah, even though if it's enough women that are toxic, it's not a woman. That's unfair to yes, the woman. And also, like I said before, there could be a reason why a person is being toxic. Good. It could also be that the person was raised in an unhealthy household and they haven't really saw nor experienced real true love and they don't know how to love somebody how a person should be loved. And sometimes guys don't know how to express their feelings, so it makes a girl overthink. You know, What's going on? Well, this has me going back to what you said earlier, where uh, the root of a lot of this stuff is two people not understanding each other. And maybe, maybe sometimes that results in us just thinking that our partner's toxic, even though some of you are saying there's probably other things going on beneath the surface. Yeah. Even, if, even if it could be good things or things that are innocent, or it could be things like they just want to date somebody else. Uh, the two of you had something to add. Quickly, qu short and quick, go. Um, you can go. All right, right? So, like, you, it could be a reason why you're toxic because, like, you could have your first dating experience and you could be dating a person like Future and then all of a sudden... The rapper this, Future? Yes, and then okay. all of a sudden, like, your standards are like, oh, a good relationship has to be like this when really it's not. It just has to be two people communicating correctly. Okay. Uh, that's, I think, wow, a lot of this is coming back to communication for everybody. What's your question? Uh, it's not really a question. Um, what, did you did you understand the assignment? Oh uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go no. go. Um, to the person that asked the question, what does he think now? What do you think now? Do you think right. that your mom is toxic? My mom. Yeah. No. You don't think your mom is toxic, but your mom is part of all women. All is a universal <clears throat> statement. But like. And all of yeah, the women even, live in that universe. I didn't even get to finish my, my, my question for real. Did we cut you off? <laughs> yes, yeah, I did actually. I am obnoxious <laughs> enough to do that and do that often. Why don't you said, read the do, whole thing? Why do, always, why do women always end up being toxic to like a bad relationship? In a bad relationship? Yeah, after a bad relationship. Oh. After a bad relationship. It's not just women, because if the relationship didn't go well, then y'all both hurt. And then a guy also gets hurt, and the woman also gets hurt. So you know what? But like, move on, though. Because Bro. something went wrong in the relationship. Both of them got hurt. Something happened. Blah blah blah. And now they both hurt. You know and what's they funny? Go out and they have this stuff. They couldn't reciprocate. That it. changes the question completely. You're right. Um, 
that changes the question completely because it's like asking, how come if I leave somebody in a toxic landfill, they're toxic now? You well, know what I mean? Like they've gone through. Like the, not all guys are the same right now. Um, do you feel like do you feel like men handle breakups better? No. Yes. Not at all. No, they no, grieve actually, differently. They handle it quieter. Yes. Not yeah. Yeah. Handle it quieter. Remember the loaded where he killed himself because his girlfriend broke over him? So we're talking about people who little loaded. We're talking about people who committed suicide over over relationships. Because it can overwhelm you. Because it can be overwhelming. You can feel like it's yep. your fault. Yeah. Uh, I feel guilty for but just because it's less vocal doesn't mean they're handling it better. Just because it's less vocal doesn't mean they're handling it better. Do we all agree that we might just handle it in different ways? Yes. yes. Girls might have some stereotypes of the ways that they handle it, which isn't true for all girls, but guys might have some stereotypes of the way they handle it too, yeah. which isn't necessarily true for all guys. Uh, I am, yeah, I don't even want to get into it, but I was taught, I'm, I guess I'm getting into it. I was taught after uh, my high school breakup that like, oh, the L word's not real. All this stuff is yeah. not real. F all of this stuff. <laughs> um, and, and at that point, it was real quick where if a relationship wasn't working out, I'd just be like, I right, bet, peace. You know what I mean? And it was, it, I had very little emotional attachment mm -hmm. involved in romantic relationships. And I am only now, over 20 years later, learning how to re-implement those romantic connections and man i feel sorry for my partner now because she's probably like why is this person mentally handicapped that he can't handle a normal relationship when i'm only now learning how to reconnect some of those pieces what was the question that you have about relationships um how much do you have to date to say i love you how much how much how long in yeah, a relationship? How yeah, how long in a relationship should somebody be? Does anybody have an idea on that? Yeah. Uh, it, I don't think it... When they're ready. Really go ahead matters. and then I'll go to you. I, I don't think it really matters as long as both of you are comfortable with it. Like, as soon as I started dating my ex, uh, she pretty much just started telling me that she loved me right from the beginning. What were you going to add? I was going to say, okay, there isn't a set time, but I feel like it's safe to wait like at least a month mm -hmm. okay now that sounds crazy is it really a time but then you know it's not just infatuation yeah. at least to a point you know more that it's not just infatuation but like uh billy said it could also just depend on the person and whether they mean it or not go ahead like i thought that was good louder this is excellent podcasting every time no, so go 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 i think i think it depends if you truly Love that person. Mm -hmm. Like he, it could be infatuation. <clears throat> Let me ask you a question. Yes. Uh, and by you, I don't mean you necessarily, but the group. And starting with you, if you're willing to share, has anybody ever been in a relationship, said that word, and then no longer in that relationship, and like, why the hell did I say that? I have a That's not a real thing. Nah, actually. Go ahead. I meant that. Right. So I was dating this person like last year, right? Yep. And then it just turned into like a complete shit show, basically. Okay. Then after a while, it, it went bad. To like, Relationship goes bad. Yeah, you know, after a while of a breakup, like a month later, you're just like, you know, you're just thinking about how things could have been better. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, you know, F you. It's your fault. And this is somebody that you might have at a moment thought that you loved. How, how old are you now? I'm what, 15? 15. 15 years old, probably in the dating game for a couple years, if that, right? So if we're only two years into the, imagine 
15 years from now when you've been dating that whole time in another 15 years imagine the people that you're going to meet the chances are that it's going to be way bigger uh thank you for your questions please hand me your questions this has been another podcast from highlander charter school highlander steampunks please say peace out to the world peace wow. out